Hey there, Playbook listeners. It's Raghu Manavalan. Two things we're watching on Friday, January 13th. Polling firm Gallup tallied up all its 2022 numbers and found that last year, 45% of Americans identified as Republican or GOP-leaning. That's compared to 44% who called themselves Democrats. That number is striking because Democrats usually hold a multiple-point edge. 2022 was the first time since 1991 that Republicans were higher. Gallup also saw that the share of Democrats who called themselves liberal jumped from 50 to 54% last year. That's an all-time high. Conservative Democrats dropped to 10% of the party. That's an all-time low. And moderates ticked down to 36%. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's White House visit today puts an exclamation point on his country's moves closer toward the U.S. One of several allies with whom President Biden's stronger ties are delivering in an area where Donald Trump's sharp-elbowed approach largely failed to achieve results. Japan and Germany are both significantly increasing defense spending in historic shifts. In a September interview, with CBS's Scott Pelley for 60 Minutes, President Joe Biden blasted Donald Trump for taking censified classified materials with him to Mar-a-Lago. When he heard the news, Biden said he instantly wanted to know how that could possibly happen. He worried that the documents contained information that may compromise sources and methods. He was flummoxed how anyone could be that irresponsible. Now, four months later, those same pointed reactions are aimed at Biden after the revelation yesterday that a trove of classified documents were discovered in the garage at his home in Wilmington, Delaware, prompting Attorney General Merrick Garland to appoint former U.S. Attorney Robert Herr as special counsel to probe Biden's handling of classified documents. For the White House, it's a burgeoning political nightmare that comes just as Biden tries to draw a contrast with the new House Republican majority, which the administration is eager to cast as chaotic and irresponsible. For the GOP, it's a belated Christmas gift, and Republicans are positively giddy. While the White House has done its utmost to distinguish Biden's and Trump's situations, both in the terms of the breadth of the documents, as well as the manner in which both men cooperated with investigators, or not, in Trump's case, Republicans are confident they can chalk those up to semantics. They're already adding this new line of inquiry to their mountain of so-called must-probe leads, and alleging that Trump is being held to a double standard when compared to the justice system's treatment of Biden. As new House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan tweeted yesterday, where's the raid? While sitting presidents can't be charged with a crime, thanks to an obscure DOJ rule that we all became familiar with during the Trump years, Democrats privately concede that this isn't looking good for Biden. As Politico colleague Christopher Cadillago reports, some Dems quietly admit that the situation gives the president's critics a chance to denounce him as negligent, hypocritical, or careless right at a time when things were moving Biden's way. As one Democratic operative told Chris, I think it takes the whole Trump scandal off the table. We suspect you have some burning questions about this still unfolding situation. We do too. So in today's playbook, we turned to our legal brainiac colleagues, Kyle Cheney and Josh Gerstein, to unpack what this all means. Check it out at politico.com slash playbook. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 11.15 a.m. Eastern. 
President Biden will welcome Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida to the White House with a bilateral meeting at 11.20 and a working lunch at 11.45. At 1.45, Biden will leave for Newcastle, Delaware, arriving at 2.40 p.m. Vice President Kamala Harris will host Kishida for a working breakfast at her residence at 10 a.m. The House and the Senate are out today. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Staten is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Raghu Munavalan. We're out Monday for the holiday, so we'll see you back here Tuesday morning.